стадиум Джункис. What's going on, everybody? My name is Tony Lopez, and welcome back to Let's Just Talk About. Again, <laughs> I got Jeff Burtis with me. Jeff, how you doing, Tony? What's going on, brother? How no, you doing? Sons and sit. 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 Well, I will go ahead and say, look, I'm going to be the safe guy. I'm going to say Sons and Seven. Sons and Seven. Or Sons and Seven. It's good to have the NBA Finals back. It's good to have a live crowd. Holy moly. A A full live crowd, sir. A full live crowd. It's... This is the energy that we missed last year. Yeah, we're going to talk about a whole lot of things on today's show, but this is the main subject because this is exactly what's going on. We, I wish we would have would have been able to do it on Sunday so we could do a proper preview. But you know what? We got family. the energy now. You know, no, it was it's the called Fourth of July. Well, it was also the Fourth of July, so I was like, you know what? Take a day off. Screw that. You know, but. This is the what happened. Tony's like, you know what? I got family. Yeah, just could spend some time with family and just hang out. I mean, have you not been seeing the memes going around about family? Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> you had that thing. You know what? I got family, so I got to take a. I got to go spend time with family because the power of family beats everything. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Um. But game one has passed of the NBA Finals. And, oh, man. The Suns were good. So, so everything was just clicking for the Suns, honestly. But uh, the bigger story for me was uh, freaking Giannis. Actually, he looked good. I did not expect him to play in game one. Well, with the, the the knee injury, they were trying to see for the game after his warm-ups to see how good he was feeling. And they would not make a decision on Giannis until he was done with his warm-ups. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they saw it was good enough to where, hey, he's going to play. He's going to be out there. Let him go. And, jeez, Giannis yeah. looked fantastic. He was doing his thing. He look. I'm as we're talking about this right now. I'm rewatching the highlights. I'm look. He's I'm, so good off the dribble. And look, he made DeAndre Ayton look a little silly at times. But there were points where he was just going so hard on the court that you could just see him like hands on his knees, huffing and puffing because he hasn't played in over a week. This is rust. This is this is it's it's due to rust, and he needs to get back into he needs to back in the game shape. Like he hasn't played in a week. It takes some time to get back into back into the game, basically. Yeah. But like, this, if you're if you're a Bucks fan, you're pulling for the Bucks. This was a very good showing. This is a very good sign that this series is going to be long and good. That's a very good. Even though the third quarter was an absolute reckoning right <laughs> you call a reckoning huh reckoning like Chris understand. Paul in the third quarter was just like no okay it's my show Chris, it's, no it's, Chris it's, Paul 
Here's the thing. Chris Paul didn't do jack shit. He had zero points in the first quarter. And then he started lighting up. Like, I'm watching the... I'm re-watching the highlights. The... They were doing... Like, Chris Paul... They He was getting whatever he wanted. Like, I see, like, his very first points, I think you had P.J. Tucker coming... You had P.J. Tucker guarding him. And then for unknown reason... He got to switch to where Brooke Lopez is on him. Does a little fadeaway with 7.58 left in the second quarter. And it just went, hit the rim, hit the basket, and it was good. I was like, why are you switching? Shouldn't P.J. Tucker... Doesn't Brooke realize that... I think everybody on Milwaukee should realize his favorite spot to shoot on the court is right at that free throw line. Right at the free throw throw line. line. If you you let him get space... At all, he's automatic. He's just like Kevin Durant from those areas. He's not gonna miss. Not from the free throw line. His second is second a shot with seven twenty nine left. Why, Brooke Lopez? Why are you? Why are you guarding him? <laughs> why are you guarding uh, him? He just gets like a few feet away from the free throw line. He got the switch. PJ Tucker went to uh, Booker, and then Brooke Lopez got on him. I'm like. I know Brooke Lopez is a big dude, but Chris Paul, you just give him any little space, step back, fade away, two ball right in the mid-range uh, free throw line, money. I'm like, why is Brooke Lopez on him? Like, he if has it, mastered the mid-range shot, so you really want to go there? Oh, yeah, I forgot about that block from Giannis. Oh. <laughs> oh, that block. And then, and then another another key play. This is Booker with at five oh four left. Brooke Lopez is on Booker. I'm like, what the heck? Book Booker attacks the basketball, gets Drew Holiday to crash right in. But here's the thing: you left Chris Paul wide open from the three ball. Yep, wide open and any space. Oh, three. Yes, sir. That's money wide open because they were afraid that Devin Booker was going to attack the basketball, but you leave Chris Paul wide open. I'm just like, this is too easy. Also, like the whole the whole second quarter, it looked like Brooke Lopez was on him every time, and he's just like, that's not fair to Brooke Lopez. Well, what ends up happening during the game is like, they end up switching on assignments just uh, based on the like screens, but they switch so much that they get these crazy mismatches where, like Chris Paul Chris got Paul everything. On, got the he kept, he kept getting Brook Lopez the entire time. He not not at this yes. Also, Giannis on like a point guard is not fair to Giannis either because in the fourth quarter, <laughs> Chris Paul put Giannis on skates. He put him on skates and made him. He dropped his ass, and got the end one at the same time. So, to anybody who says the Suns are not meant to be here, well, damn it, uh, we're we may see the first championship in Phoenix Suns history. I mean, either way, we're gonna see a long time coming champion. It's also nice to not see LeBron. Uh... Be in the finals it's some some new blood exactly. and and speaking of, on another note like chris paul like you cannot let chris paul drop he dropped 32 32 points four rebounds nine assists 
Chris Paul, if you let Chris Paul do that, it's going to be a very short series. Yeah, I mean, really what it was was Chris Paul and Monty Williams had the like, a perfect game plan. They even yeah. had, like, hidden signals to call plays. That's how well they knew everything. That's why it was everything was gelling so perfectly. And really, really what ended up happening most of the game was they just let Chris Paul orchestrate. He ran the show. He was the coach on the court. Like, after his NBA career, it would not surprise me if you saw Chris Paul in the front office or on the on the bench being a head coach for one of these teams in the NBA. I mean, I would be all for it. Like, he knows basketball. He knows what he's doing. Let him be there. Like, kind of like the way most good point guards are the coach on the court. Let Chris Paul coach. Mm. But, and, it, I mean... I mean, the let Chris Paul is gonna coach. Like Chris Paul is literally, he's like that old quarterback. He's seen everything in these sixteen, uh, in these sixteen years of basketball. Mm-hmm. He he sees every assignment, every like any switch that he wants, he would get. If you're the Milwaukee Bucks, you've got to put your best defender on Chris Paul. I say you either put Chris Middleton or Drew Holiday on Chris Paul. Let yeah, no, that that that's what no no no. See that first option? No, you put Drew Holiday on Chris Paul because Chris Chris Paul and Drew Holiday, like there were times where they were both matched up against each other, and it was it was deadly. But at the same time, same time, you put Drew on Chris Paul. You lose that guy who's going to be on Devin Booker, and you let Devin Booker go, and it's it's not a good situation. I, I mean, he, you got to pick your poison. Uh, Devin Booker is going to get his regardless. He also, didn't have the great. Also, DeAndre Ayton in this series. In I was about playoffs, to. I was the, about to mention playoffs, that. In these playoffs, has finally found that inner big man. He's finally found the form that is needed for him to be a successful player in the NBA. He has came into his own. I thought at first when he came into the league, he was going to be a bust. But now, oh, man, it's so nice. So you, nice to see you, a you real apologize? big man. A re- I'm not pol- apologizing. I'm not mm-hmm. apologizing. Mm-hmm. If anybody should apologize, it's Shaq for thinking that he was soft. It's Shaq. But guess what? DeAndre Ayton has found it. He's got it. He's he's big body and dudes out there. He is big body and dudes. But we'll have more to talk about the finals next week because we will know more information next week. In the meantime... Uh, hopefully, 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 the finals will keep on going. It will. I, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. We'll be still talking about the finals next week. I can guarantee you that. And yeah, I'm going to put a hard guarantee. Oh, speaking of those guys over at Turner, uh, the um, the match happened yesterday. 
Mm. I know this is a random topic, but this is actually me going into NFL talk. Yeah. Brian, uh, the Chambru, and Aaron Rodgers beat Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady in the match. Cool. The real thing that came out of this, for me at least, was they asked Rodgers if he was going to be the starter in week one for the Green Bay Packers. Oh, no. And then they asked him if he was going to be the starter in the home opener against the Saints. He gave the same answer twice. The same answer. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. It was it was in that it was in that I don't know kind of mentality. And I was like, oh he's he's dodging. Oh, I love this. This is good. This is good. This is good. Like wow. Jeff, we we've all been hearing the same things about the dysfunction between Rogers and uh the front office in Green Bay. Now at this point, do you get the job done and let Aaron Rodgers move on to a different team? Or do you stick with the drama for the full season? <laughs> okay. First of all, I I like the pa- I like the Packers because of Aaron Rodgers and how good he really is. But this is all on the Packers organization. This whole little shit, this whole little situation could have been resolved last year if you had just drafted an offensive player and not named a quarterback. You couldn't give you couldn't give Aaron Rodgers any help whatsoever. So you know what? I say they dig their own grave. It's time for you to face the consequences. Aaron Rodgers is not happy. And I don't think uh, he... I think you might as well just cut your losses and cut him loose and trade him. And we all know the one team where everybody knows he he thinks he's going to go to. We know he's going to go to. Just get it done. Just get it done. Free the man. Just let him go to Denver. You You guys can take Drew Locke. Give him the best defense that's been hurt the last few years. Just let him let him go there and do an Elway and get another Super Bowl. Get an L, do an Elway, do a Manning, and get a Super Bowl at his old age. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I gotta say it. Look, at least he's not 40 going into you know in the in the Denver if he does, but. If he does do that, he does significantly raise his um, legacy. It's just, I don't understand why the Packers organization just can't be understanding that you fucked up by telling him you were going to get some help for him, and you never did. You fucked up. For shame. I know. Oh. Also on the um, football talk, it's not and it's not NFL football. It's college football because as of July 1st, the college football athletes or players in general are able to make money based on their name, image, and likeness. 
the NIL rule is going to be huge. And it's already it's already paid dividends for a ton of people. Um, the quarterback for the Oklahoma Sooners started, he put out his own image, like his own like logo, uh, started selling merch. Um, a lot of people are getting sponsorships from different uh, companies now. Um, what is it? I saw, I think it was the Auburn quarterback. Hmm. Got a deal with Milo Sweet Tea. Um, so he is sponsored by a Sweet Tea company. Uh, and like, they're already talking about Arch Manning, who hasn't even decided on which school he's going to go to at all. He's still in high school. They're already talking about the amount of money that, because of his name, how much money he could make going into college. And they're saying he would definitely step on campus as a millionaire. Wow. Um, What is it? Um, Also, I saw that Hersey Miller, the son of Percy Miller, a.k.a. Master P, who signed with Tennessee State University, signed a deal with, I don't remember who it was, but I know it was about a $2 million deal. Uh, there, it, it, like, also, um, what is it? The Twins, who play, I believe it's basketball at Fresno State, signed a deal with uh, Boost Mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, there's a volleyball player from Jacksonville State who signed with Barstool Sports as their official first college brand athlete. And the biggest one to me came out yesterday. Oh, Lord. Listen to this absolute madness. Is this really madness, though? American Top Team. You know, the uh, the MMA training company based in Florida who's trained literally, like, anybody and everybody from, like, Rashad Evans to, I, I want to say, Chris, uh, Chris Weidman and some other guys. Mm-hmm have finalized its plans to offer name image likeness contracts to every scholarship football player for the Miami Hurricanes. It's about, it's a long time coming that these players can actually make some money. Well, now listen to this. By the way, that's 90 people on scholarship. Nice. It, it would be $500 a month for uh, worth up to $6,000 a year to endorse American Top Team through their social media accounts, personal appearances, and other marketing vehicles. If all 90 players were to accept that offer, the total investment from American Top Team would be in the range of $540,000. Cha-ching, cha-ching. Not big money, but big enough money. That's it's 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 still the the fact that they're like, hey, everybody at your school can make some money. If About you really need time. It, you can make some money. Now, there have been some people who have been like, oh, this is gonna like bring a divide into the locker room, which I'm like. It could, but it's about 
It's about more than that. It's just like, if you know your name is big, take advantage of that. Go ahead, make your money. Cause imagine all the guys who have not had a chance to make money off their name. Speaking of what I do, if back in the day, if you could name one person, one college player who could have taken full advantage of this money, Reggie Bush. who would have been? Reggie, Reggie Bush. Also, also, let me, let me, ooh, ooh, this. Give him back his Heisman. Give, give him, him back his Heisman his... back. <laughs> give, that man angry. His, give that man his Heisman back because he didn't do anything on the field. The man was just making money on the side. Also, Johnny Menzel. You mean Johnny, Johnny, you mean look, jo- Johnny the Clown? So much, no, but he's again, he could have made so much money off his name. But Reggie, you took his Heisman because he took money for for signing autographs, for just being Reggie Bush. He wasn't doing uh, anything wrong. He was just making money off of Reggie Bush. I mean, now it's legal, so... Even even the Heisman Committee said we would be willing to give him the trophy back, but the NCAA has to make a legislation on that. And I'm like, if they realize it, give, give him the his... man his money back! Oh! You mean oh, his trophy speaking, back. Speaking, speaking on guys who could have made a ton of money, Tebow, Dion Sanders. I was gonna say Tim Tebow. Nah, Tim Tebow would have been like, "I love Jesus and everything." (laughs) I mean, I mean, I'm not wrong. I mean, some people say he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. Oh, shut up! (laughs) You know, you know, there's some, there's some, there's some idiots out there. Oh, yeah, I know. And we know them, too. Mm-hmm. We know idiots like that. We know mm-hmm. one who is like, still like, oh, Tim Tebow is going to be the greatest thing in Jacksonville. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Hold on! He might not make it at a training camp. But knowing uh, him, he will make it at a training camp, make week one roster, and somehow be tight end number two. What if he's, what if he's, just what if he succeeds as tight end? What if? No, just seriously. (laughs) Urban Meyer worked his magic, finally got that man to switch positions, and oh, that's annoying. Oh, that's annoying. It's a no. It's a circus. And speaking of Jacksonville, looks like uh, Trevor Lawrence will be taken care of for about four years, right? Yeah. Okay. He he still got the like the base. You know, rookie deal, but it's the way the contract was structured. Was yeah, he's gonna make all that and very easily and very early. Like, if you're able to, if you're on the roster, you're making your money. I'm like, oh, he said okay, it's because like the full contract's not guaranteed. It's a of 36, course. I think it was like a 36 million dollar contract, just about. 20 something 24 25 guaranteed mm-hmm. and it's just like it's the safest contract but at the same time it works for trevor in trevor's favor and look at the same time we knew he was gonna get this money 
that man was gonna get his money no matter what yeah of, co- of course your 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 sunshine getting drafted first overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars and Which, the sunshine t- state Mel Kuyper mm. had like Mel Kuyper has had uh, Trevor Lawrence ranked very high in terms of his quarterbacks and all the quarterbacks he's seen he had him up there like with Andrew Luck tier I'm like I just don't see it I mean he is a smart quarterback he is a smart quarterback he is a good quarterback my whole issue is how will his um, how is he transitioning into the uh, to the NFL yeah like with his like his demeanor is it's not like in front of your face like he doesn't feel like a leader mm. like not as much as the guy he has behind him who should look in my opinion you're you draft Trevor Lawrence but you don't let Gardner Minshew go to a different team go mustache the mustache I mean, Minshew mania. He embodies the quarterback position like a lot better than a lot of dudes in the league. Mm. He is a leader. He is brash. He is in your face, and he is ready to do whatever it takes to win. Also, the man is the walking billboard for America. Literally. Oh, oh lord. Mullet, like handlebar mustache. And then I saw a picture that he took the other day where he was working out, getting ready for the season. <sighs> Jesus Christ. This man was wearing red, white, and blue, you know, shorts. So, yeah, embodies America 100%. America. Uh, speaking of America, you want to talk? team is going <laughs> to be <laughs> on hard knocks one more time. And you know you what? Know- I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not thrilled about it. I'm not thrilled. Why? What have they? What has the America's joke football team done to deserve this? Well, here's the thing: uh, Hard Knocks. They never choose a team who has been in the playoffs. Never. They never do it. Um, it's always oh, oh so oh Hard Knocks t- picks teams that suck. Oh, well, good. not so much. Not so much suck. Um, it was. It's more of teams who were close to getting there but just had something go on um there were a few teams so NFL reporter Dan Housen how uh, Dan Hanses said five teams were in the running to get the opportunity for on hard knocks again this year uh he named the Dallas Cowboys the New York Giants the Carolina Panthers the Arizona Cardinals and the Denver Broncos. Now, no, 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 no. Like, I looked at this list and immediately, you know what jumped out to me? There are two better options than the Dallas Cowboys. I understand why you would get the Dallas Cowboys. Dak coming back from his injury, the storylines of all oh, these guys could be good. These guys could go to the Super Bowl. Oh, stop it. No, no, listen, listen. You know that's how people think. You know that. You delusional but fans. My, my thinking was my first choice would have been Arizona. That would have been so entertaining. 
the amount of people they just got on that team, like J.J. Watt, and they have DeAndre Hopkins. They just brought in A.J. Green. They, oh my God, we don't. And then the thing is, we don't know if Fitzgerald is actually coming back or not. He hasn't retired. He is a free agent. We don't know if he's going to come back, but I feel like if he comes, if he comes back to play football, he's coming back to Arizona. And that would have been a storyline right there. Also, that would have been if you would have, if you would have got Denver, oh, oh, oh shit! Imagine, imagine you starting out the the show in training camp, and you have just you know the the characters that you already have in house. And say somehow they pull a trade off for Aaron Rodgers, and you're still filming the show. Oh, that would have been glorious. That would have been good. And then also Von Miller's weird ass on the show too. Oh, but you, we get the Dallas. We you, get the. But you get, get the Dallas. Dallas Cow- you get the Cowboys. You get Zeke. You get Amari Cooper. You get Ceedee Lamb, oh, and you get Dak Prescott. Uh, but my thing is, uh, last the last two times, your um, quote unquote America's team was on hard knots. You missed the playoffs. I'm just saying. And also, what about you? You have all this potency on offense. What about your DM defense? It's getting better. It's getting better. At least, <laughs> at least well, it can't look. it can't get much worse. Well, I mean. Look, here's the thing. Also, our defense was hurt a lot last year. <laughs> we, we were just hurt a lot in general last year. And my whole thing with the the Cowboys, also the last hard knocks, is we didn't realize we cut a freaking goat for a slot receiver. You we cut, cut a- We cut Danny Amendola. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm not too happy on that. I'm not too happy. <laughs> oh man, the his- history is not treated that decision well. No, it hasn't. Um, but moving on, moving on. Have fun seeing your cowgirls on hard knocks. I want to talk about the Tokyo Olympics. What happened this time? Um, well, we haven't talked since <sighs> Shakiri Richardson tested positive for marijuana. Stay off whoa, the weed. Whoa, whoa. First off, we know this is not a performance. That I think it's one of the oldest, dumbest rules in any book. We know the benefits of marijuana. It's just more to relax you more than anything. Like she tested positive before the races. I can't. I guarantee she was just getting anxiety about everything. She she was probably getting nervous. You know. But the world's anti-doping agency still has that restriction on marijuana. And understandably so, she did get suspended for a month. But she that means also because she tested positive before the race, 
that she would not be eligible to race in the 100 meter at the Olympics. Here's my thing, right? She's going to come back stronger and she's going to come back with more of a demeanor and she's going to know better, you know? But it's it's unfortunate because she was going to be like a rock star when she got when she got out to Tokyo. Like you saw this woman's like like whole attitude, like her whole like persona come character. out. Character, you mean? Her, yeah, you mean her character? Her whole character come out when she was taking some interviews. I'm like, yeah, this is who we want. This is who we want. But I'm gonna say yeah, like th- she she was gonna be my pick to get the gold medal over in Tokyo too, but now I'm like, I don't know. My thing is though, yeah, there are rules she there are rules for marijuana, aren't there? There have been rules. Have hasn't there been a rule about marijuana? Yes I or no? Could, yeah, there has, and I wish they would. Then stay off wish. the weed. All right, Stephen A. All right, Stephen A. I mean, if you're gonna smoke weed, don't let it cost you damn money. They don't get paid for that. I mean, you're getting gold medals. Don't they let it. Don't let. Medals, they don't get paid for the Olympics. Don't let it cost you sponsorships, money, and a gold medal. Don't let it cost you opportunities. Now, here's the thing. You saying cost her sponsorships, but every sponsor that she has backed her up. Every okay. sponsorship that she had, Nike was the first one to come out and be like, "Yo, we support her." Yeah, because she was. The thing was, she was brutally honest. She was like, "Yeah, I fucked up." Yeah, she know. All right, she fucked up. She acknowledged it. Cool. Oh, she she was the like the first one to be like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, she ought to. She ought to know. She ought to know better. But hey, it's a fu- it's a messed up situation. You know how people are just getting used to weed. I'm like, my thing is, if you're gonna smoke weed, smoke weed, but don't let it cost you opportunities. Let me let me also um, say something like real. I'm gonna just get on Emmanuel Acho's ass for a second. Oh, we, all know Man- we know Manny Acho, who works for Fox Sports now, he used to work for ESPN. After the the whole Shakari Richardson like stuff came out, this dumbass puts this on Twitter. Legalizing weed in track and field competition is all good if you are running in a straight line. Legalizing weed in track and field is terribly dangerous if you're throwing a, dra- a javelin. Where do you draw the line? Are you stupid? Calm down. God. Acho. Just shut up. Like, this is why everybody looked at you like the fuck did you just say they're not using this as a booster to, on the on the field on the Calm track down. they're not using this for that they're using this 
as a way to relax their nerves. This has never been weed. Marijuana in general has never been that. Like, even I use it for when I need to relax. Like, for crying out loud. It, 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 it's... It's never meant to be, you know, the... It's not. It's not a, a performance enhancer. It's not a steroid. It's not a human. It's a drug. It's a drug to get you to relax. It's not even a drug. It's a plant. It's a plant. Yeah, I, you know what I mean. I know, but yeah, it. It. Acho, just keep your fucking nose out of the Olympics and start talking about football more, please. Like, some people like, just have. Some people like have to Acho's, get their. I like Acho's like when he talks about everything else but this subject just stay the fuck away from it please um uh can we just um this is uh, my transition to wanting to talk about hot dogs, uh, baseball, hot dogs. I want to praise Shohei Otani. Praise the the two way player that's making headlines, but the MLB does not know how to capitalize on his star power. Shit, they don't have to because he's doing it by himself, and everybody realizes it. Shohei Otani is the first player in MLB history to be elected to an, the All-Star game as both a position player and a pitcher. I want to see him pitch. Oh, he's going to pitch. You know he's going to pitch. I want to see also, him pitch. he's already tied the home run record for most homers as for a Japanese born player and it's only halfway through the season it's not it's not even it's barely halfway through the season and the fact that he still has a chance to actually if he keeps hitting the way he's hitting he could crush the home run record if he keeps Uh, it up like the whole month of June that man has been going off it's because a lot of a lot of pitchers don't realize that he's adjusting to them. He's hmm. adjusting every time he's out there. He's, it's he's beautiful. also the first. He's also the first player to hit thirty home runs this season. He's also the player in the last ten seasons to hit thirty home runs before the All Star break. And the only two other players to do that is Chris Davis in 2013. I haven't heard Christian, that. I haven't heard. Yeah. You haven't heard that name in a minute, have you? No, I have not. And the other one was Kristen uh, Yelich for the uh, Milwaukee Brewers. Also, he's uh, the first player in AL history to reach 30 home runs and 10 stolen bases in his team's first 81 games. Well, I think the only players who have done that are Albert Pujols in 2009 and Sammy Sosa in 1998. 
Jeez, that's quite a category. That's quite a list that he's on there. I know. On top of that, Otani joined Hideki Matsui as the only players born in Japan to have 30 home run seasons. He's already tied Hideki. He's going to break Hideki. Ugh, dude, it's crazy. And oh, and since you... People are like, comparing mm-hmm. him to Babe Ruth, he's not Babe Ruth. Calm down, calm down. I need to see more than just one Babe year. Babe was a big dude. Yeah, exactly. Babe was a big dude. He didn't play the field. He was... A, yes, he was a batter. Yes, but... He didn't do the things that Hideki was doing. I mean, not, uh, Shohei was doing. Also, go ahead with your point, Jeff. So, uh, speaking of All-Stars, uh, let's say, uh, before I get to Hot Dogs, I'm just going to say uh, congrats to the three Ranger All-Stars. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect you, you... one of those guys to make it. I mean, first of all, Joey Gallo, when he's when he's locked in, he's locked in. I mean, I mean I, if any, right uh, debatable, because I'm looking at Adolis Garcia and whew, that kid can play. True, true. I mean, and th- and then what's shocking to me is at the time, uh. They have a, a pitcher who is the lowest ERA in the American League. I'm like, Kyle Gibson? Wait, what? A, yeah. a, a pitcher that actually knows what he's doing? Holy holy crap. Go Rangers. I'm surprised they got three. Like, if anyone, I thought it would just be Gallo. But, hey, surprised me too. So, I'm just going to do a little shout-out to the, the Ranger All-Stars for congrats on making it. I will be the person to say this, though. Two of those guys are trade bait. Um, ooh, Gar- ooh, Gallo or Garcia? I think I think you keep Garcia. Yeah, no, you keep Garcia. You keep Gibson. Oh, definitely. We know the rain. We know the Ranger season is not turning around. Like, I mean, no offense to those guys, they're not doing it. It's it's too far, too far gone. And it, it's it's a lot, you know. I don't I don't think it's I don't think it. Also, I want to. Have you seen the All Star unis that they're wearing this year? No, I have not. It's uh, for the first time ever during the All Star game itself. They will be wearing American League and National League jerseys. What? They're not wearing their home uniforms. They're not wearing their road uniforms. They're wearing these uniforms during the game. That's they weird. Not, they are not good. They are not good. They are not good. You could tell they were kind of rushed too because you had to show it your where you were going to have your All Star game from Atlanta to Colorado and it this uh, it doesn't look right um also it's it's gonna feel weird not seeing everyone's uh team jerseys 
Well, here's the thing. With every one of those uniforms, it says exactly what team it is on the front of each uniform. But the uniform itself is just garbage. And why... Uh, my whole thing is, why on each uniform, why is there floral prints on both of them? Like, that's the weird part for me. Hmm, um, that is weird. Oh, buddy. Um, also, there are four new sports involved in the Olympics this year. We're going back to Olympics? Just real quick, I just wanted to bring this up. Um, climbing, like rock climbing and such, is an Olympic sport now. That's dumb. That's kind of dumb, but okay. Surfing is a Olympic sport now. I guess. That makes sense. Skateboarding has made it to the Olympics. Finally. You know they've eh. had snowboarding. They have. They've had snowboarding for the Winter Olympics for a while. Skateboarding makes sense. And karate is now an Olympic sport. That's nice. And speaking of Olympics, we're going to talk about our favorite Maverick, Luka Doncic. Is, is he your favorite Maverick? He's, he's literally the only well, Maverick that's relevant. Well, he's our current favorite Maverick. I have Jason Terry's my all-time favorite. To be honest, Jason Terry's your all-time favorite. Yeah, man, I'm sorry. Um, but the Slovenian media, when he he's been over in Europe, um, playing for the Slovenian national team, um, getting ready for the Olympics, and they they asked him, uh, "What is more important to you, an NBA championship or a gold medal for the Slovenian national team?" And he he said. He said a gold medal for his home country. It just means more for him. Oh. Like now, now, now is he is he wrong in saying that? No. Hell no. 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 It, it's it's one of those things where it's like, dude, we're with you. If we if it was me in that situation, getting a gold medal means more to me than an NBA championship because you're not just doing it for your team for your organization. You're doing this for your country. That just means more. For the country. Uh, that hasn't really done anything. Yeah, I know, but still. Like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. The Slovenian team has been playing crazy ball, and they're also one of those teams that you got to watch in this year's Olympics, which is not far away at all. I want to say some of the first Olympic games start at the end of this month. Mm. Like, I saw the first American game was like July 26th or 27th, and it was like because the games are being played in Japan, it was the start time of the games were I think that game was like 11... 40 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So it was like 12, like like 10 o'clock at night for us. Jeez. But like, like the normal games would be like the night games over there would probably be oh god. This is just like me watching New Japan Pro Wrestling again because I know the times I would have to wake up for this stuff. Uh, this is going to be fun for you. This is going to be great for you because you're the overnight guy. You like it. Yes. You can watch all of it. 
Yes. If this, if this was me a few years ago, I'd be like, yeah, great. Cool. Let's do it. Now I'm just like, oh my God, I would be so tired. Oh, you'll be fine. I know, but they also, for at least American audiences, they love to do the delayed broadcast for everybody. Live on all the NBC sports affiliates. You mean Peacock? Well, that too. Uh, also, staying on basketball for a sec, um, the Atlanta Hawks, after their remarkable run in the playoffs, have made Nate McMillan their permanent head coach. Thank fucking God. Because if they were to try to go get anybody else... There's no one else available. That's Why? Why would you go and get anybody else? Like, seriously. Why I would mean, you go tri- and get anybody else? I mean, a trip to the conference finals when you weren't expected to get there, I think that deserves an extension. A trip to the conference finals? Dog, he took that team from 12th place it, in the Eastern from, Conference. From to irrelevant to relevant. 12th place in the Eastern Conference to one game from the NBA Finals. <laughs> That's two games Incredible. away from the NBA well, Finals. Two, yeah. But still, that close to the NBA Finals. Beautiful, ain't it? Nate McMillan, you earned your your key. Also, this is my chance to like, (laughs) San Antonio, (laughs) ha-ha. AT&T has reportedly, is reportedly out as the Spurs arena sponsor and minority owner. Wow, so you're just laughing at uh, the Spurs? <laughs> hey, man, can I get this one time to just be like, yeah, cool. I mean, Spurs. What, I mean, what do the Spurs have over you? Oh, wait, how many chips yeah, do they have? Yeah, exactly. Don't get me started. So, know your role. And guess what? That's you too, you son of a bitch, because you're a Mavs fan too. So, they have I mean, it on both of us, and we don't like the Spurs. As, as much as we respect I got, the Spurs, we respect I got no the hatred towards them, unlike you. I hate the Spurs. I hate the Rockets. Fuck both those teams. Dallas is the numero uno team in the state of Texas. Okay? Okay? <laughs> you're you're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself. Well, Stop. Right now, right now, am I wrong? Right now, am I wrong? Right Houston, now? Houston is the worst team. They're so bad they couldn't even get the first pick in the draft. They had to go to Detroit. Hey, 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 hey. Also, it was just cool to see uh, Ben Wallace up there. It was like they had the final two people up there for the draft lottery, and it was Ben Wallace and Akeem Olajuwon. And just seeing Ben Wallace be like, yeah, I'm like, huh, all right. The dream. Ben Wallace, huh? Yeah, wow. Ben Wallace. Wow. Um, I just want to see who, you know, who Detroit interested me. in uh, getting the sponsorship. For the arena, like I could see, like maybe uh, Nissan, a or Valero. Nissan, Nissan. Oh, like, why Nissan? That has nothing to do with the like the San Antonio area. I don't get just. I, I need a, something with Nissan Arena or something like that. Go to Tennessee. Maybe T- Nissan Stadium in Nashville, Tennessee, home of the Tennessee Titans. Oh. Nice. I need yeah. give me something I, else or like a Ford. How about Ford? No. Or how about a <laughs> um? Try, let's think. What do you think would take? I'm telling spot? you, Valero. Valero makes sense. 
Valero, Valero Arena. Valero, Valero Energy Arena. Yeah, that actually makes sense to me. Because, look, Valero is a Texas-based company. Also, San Antonio, it wouldn't make sense with USAA because they, they're the military bases around San Antonio. And, like, they have all this military appreciation stuff. It just makes sense to me. There's still no, not the same kind of money that the Dallas Cowboys make from AT&T, though. What? Yeah. What? Ugh. I know, I know. I'm sorry. I had to do that one time. Also, no, you didn't. Uh, speaking, speaking of stadiums in general, um, the country of England is permitted to go to full capacity on starting on June, oh, not June, July 19th. That's just, that's also isn't that money in the bank as well or is that that's, that's, that's next day? Oh, I know you can't wait for that, but we'll we'll talk about that on Friday. According to Blake Welton of Sky Sports, United Kingdom Prime Minister Boris Johnson announced Monday that sports stadiums and other venues throughout <laughs> England can operate at full capacity without any coronavirus-related attendance restrictions starting July 19th. It is the first time venues can be filled to 100% capacity in the country since the bulk of sports well, since the bulk of the sports world temporarily shut down in March 2020 because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Wilton also added so-called vaccine passports won't be mandated by the government so but could be used by individual teams and venues so teams could still like hey we do need to know if you're vaccinated or not it's just more of like that's something I wish that's something I wish our country would do but hey freedom I know uh, now I, I have a bit of a funny. I have a bit of a funny, and um, <laughs> it's about Tom Brady. What it has? It's what? it's also Tom Brady is uh, one of the newest sponsors for Subway. That's neat. And the, here's a little the controversy with him being a Subway sponsor, right? The man doesn't eat there. Uh. Not only Brady not eat there, in the commercials, he's not even shown with the sandwiches. He's not shown touching it. it he doesn't want to be involved with touching it, but he's taking the sponsor. Like Brady, why would you take a sponsorship with something that you don't even really endorse? I mean, money? I don't know. I mean, because we all know Brady's like crazy, crazy healthy, like living style. Like anything from like avocado ice cream to like the man is strawberry in his life. And that's, like, yeah, exactly. You see what I'm saying? It's like, uh, uh. that's. First I guess. Off, respect, respect to the check, but dog, why, why, why? 
Uh, let's see what else we got. Oh yeah, um, Kofi Coburn, the center from Illinois, not going to the NBA draft, but he has announced that he is going into the transfer pool. Um, and the fact that he is leaving Illinois has a lot of people like shooketh. Okay. We we saw how good that dude could play. And one name has really came up recently on him being able to transfer to Kentucky. Eh. Oh, that man goes to Kentucky. They're going to win a national championship. I'll believe that when I see it. But still, yeah. Oh, this one's good. Also, uh, I actually have two jackasses of the week welcome to jackass of the week you can stop okay jeff the first jackass of the week is a former guard for the toronto raptors jalen harris now why would you say why would i say him man has been disqualified from participating in the league for violating terms of the anti-drug program and he's eligible to be reinstated next year okay apparently it was something to do with him taking a uh, medication that was not approved by the league. But because he was a rookie as well, he only gets one year of a ban. We've only seen twice in the NBA history of players getting banned for drugs. One of those times was OJ Mayo. The other time was Tyree Evans. Well- what happened to him? OJ, OJ I wanna Mayo. say he's I wanna say he's playing in the Philippines right now. Tyreek, I, I don't even know, to be honest with you. Hmm. But um Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate. But dude, there is literally a list that the NBA gives every player saying what you can and what you cannot use. You do better. Just do better. That's why you're on my one of my jackasses of the week. My second one goes to the entire Orange Glen High School men's basketball team. Oh my god. Okay. This ought to be a soliloquy. Actually, my bad. Not Orange Glen. Coronado High School. (laughs) They won their state's regional championship. But to by they were taunting Orange Glen High School, which is attended by mostly. Hispanic and Latino students. Mm-hmm. After the games, 
they were throwing tortillas at the <laughs> students of the opposing high school. Like, That's like just... what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Yeah, and rightfully so, very disgusting. Now, after a review of the incident, the California Interscholastic Federation determined that Coronado players displayed discriminatory and racially insensitive behaviors to an opponent. This, In this instance, there's no doubt of an act of throwing tortillas at a predominantly Latino school is unacceptable and warrants sanctions. They took their regional championship and also placed the school on probation through the end of the 2024 school year. Rightfully fucking so. So wait, is that what I hear? Did I just hear a three-year ban or something? Yes, you did. <sighs> they did it to themselves. They did it to themselves. Like, what, what, like, how hard is it just to be a normal fucking human being and be, like, nice after you win something? Like, fuck, people. I mean, I, that's kind of hard to ask people because I remember when I was in high school, um, they, and my, the football, our rival football team was chanting F you to our, our, our high school team because they were just whooping our football team's ass. No, yeah, but at the like, same time, it's like the racial stuff. Like, you can be disrespectful, but don't do the racial stuff, man. We've learned in today's day and age that just chill with that bullshit, you know? Some people just don't get the message. And they never will. Now, but now is are you f- done with your jackasses of the week? Mm-hmm. So, Tony, how was your fourth, by the way? It was chill. Uh, yeah, yeah spent time with, with the family and everything like that. But you know, how was your fourth? It was good. Tell me, did you have any hot dogs? Jesus Christ, are we going here? Oh yes, we're going here. Because at at this, at this point, do we have to consider Chestnut? It was one of the all-time greats. Is he is he in that pinnacle of greatness? Dude, there's nobody who's gonna break his record anytime soon. The I man, mean, first off, first off, the man ate seventy-six hot dogs. <laughs> yeah, in so ten he, minutes, he broke his own record. Previously, it was seventy-five. And now he went up one more with 76. First of all, I just gotta ask, what kind of bottomless pit does Chestnut have to where he could consume 76 hot dogs in with buns in 10 minutes? Oh my god. I just like what where does he get this? I mean, he's one of the all-time greats. I never thought we like this is only with this is only a topic we bring about come 4th of July because it's tradition, a hot dog eating contest. And no one is beating Chestnut if he's ever pl- if he's ever participating because this guy is on a l- class of his own. And Tony, you know they added an event, by the way. Oh, 
you talking about the uh, the lemonade jug? Yes. I saw that. Uh, I don't know who that guy is. Um, but good do, you have, do you have a name for that guy? Can you? Uh, I do not. Hold on. I do not, unfortunately. Nathan, some. I swear to God, I'm looking this up right now. <laughs> Nathan's no. First of all, that guy. I mean, just looking at the guy, he looks like he could chug so much more than just lemonade. I'm just saying. <laughs> but I mean, first, Tony, you think you could do a lemon chug? Dude, you know how much? You know how much? Uh, how much lemonade that was, right? How much? That was a um, that was a gallon. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Uh, okay. His name is Eric Badlands Booker. This <laughs> man. <laughs> Badlands Booker. Badlands Booker. And I'm like, Jesus I'm, looking, I'm looking at the size of this dude. Yeah, like I said, this guy looks like he could chug more than just lemonade. I'm just saying. But also... <laughs> Badlands Chug, this is what he does. He has a YouTube channel. Oh my God, really? And yes, I just found a video from last year. And the Mountain Dew every... Oh my God, he bought what? every Mountain Dew that was available. I just found a video. Wait a minute. Every, mount, every Mountain Dew that was available and chugged it in one glass. Wait, is, is this the so same... Is this the same guy who uh, burped so loudly in a YouTube video? Wait a minute. Yes, yes it is. It is the same no. guy. No. Yes. Yes. No. No. Yes. I love this guy. <laughs> this. Are we talking about the same guy who one of our favorite YouTubers made a video about? No way. Yep, 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 yep. And dude, the guy is not a, he's not a small guy. He is he's not, not. A small, he is not a small guy by any means. He's a big, hefty black man. I will say it myself. But uh like it, I'm, this looking, is a... I'm looking at his YouTube page. Wait, four frigid cold Baja Blast freezes chug that was uploaded six days ago. So, Tony, send me a after this. Send me a link to this. Hold on, hold on. Uh, the every every Fanta challenge where he put ten Fantas in a huge wine glass and chugged them. Um, <laughs> oh my god! First Pepsi, of all, that's kind of Pe Pepsi Peeps. The three different Peeps Pepsi flavors in one glass uh, were. <laughs> The Pepsi Blue in a glass. Oh, the though the, he has a bunch of weird drinks. He has yogurt jugs, uh, Sprite, ice cold Sprite in a. This man's insane! Oh my! Hot chocolate Pepsi Cola. What is that? Oh my god! This man! Oh my god! Wait a minute! Six liters of liquid death, my, my dude. First of all, I fear for his health. He's chugging that lemonade like it's my, nothing. But my friend, I, I fear I, for his bladder. I, <laughs> I, how he's much good. This man, be. 
I have uh, to say it. Oh my god. LeBron Sprites. Is that Nesquik? This I have subscribed uh, to his YouTube channel. I am oh my involved. god. I'm involved. I'm involved. <laughs> The, the a YouTube this YouTuber made a living off of chugging and he now gets uh, recognition. If anybody, if anybody wants to find his YouTube channel, he his YouTube channel name is Badlands Chugs. Just look at just look at him burp. Oh my uh, god. Did you see look during the contest <laughs> during the contest he was ahead. He stopped. It, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. You have a chug contest and you know this man is here. What is wrong with you? Like, I mean, you brought, he didn't. You brought the. You brought the god of chugging liquids. This. this Three is just, god <laughs> boots of Mountain Dew. This is insane. This just this ain't amazing. Why are you encouraging him? Werner's ginger soda. Oh my god! Like this. This went from we talk about hot dog and chugging and a not hot dog eating contest to now. I did. I did, and now look at you. You're enjoying this. I'm. I'm okay. I got so, six six cans of cheer wine. Cheer wine okay. and soda in the in the Carolinas. I gotta watch the Fanta one. <laughs> yeah, you know what you're doing afterwards. But let's wrap this up with this uh, one little discussion. Okay. So, how long has how, we've been seeing LeBron James in the NBA Finals for? What? How long? Uh, it was like 11, 11, 12 straight years. Yeah. Eleven, twelve straight. Eleven, twelve straight years, and now. We see some new blood finally making it into the NBA Finals. But now, we don't have that villain. Like, these two teams, we don't have this villain. Like, this team where we have to root against. We would honestly... Tony, let's be honest. Would you be happy with either one of these teams winning a championship? Absolutely. So, my point is... With Le- you can't the NBA cannot rely on Steph Curry and LeBron James for the remainder of the remainder of the NBA cycle. Those two are eventually going to retire. Those are the most polarizing figures. Like remember when Michael Jordan retired? There was a little bit of a uh, gap between Michael and everyone else, and the level of play was not the greatest ever since Michael left. My thing, my discussion for you, Mr. Lopez. Do you believe that the NBA has a very bright future? And do you think that we need more opportunities given out to these young players? Because let's be honest, Devin Booker was the best underrated player in all of the in all of the NBA, in my opinion. Now he's getting a chance to be a spotlight in the spotlight. And DeAndre Ayton, when you make a chip, when you get to the finals, you start you you're a made man if you win it all. So, yeah, going to my question. Do you believe the NBA is in a bright future? This is a two-parter. And do you think there will be more opportunities given where these young players can actually shine and make their names superstars after LeBron's gone? Yes and yes. Absolutely on both. Listen, 
bright ass future for the NBA because we see now the young stars are starting to take over. They're starting to take over. Devin Booker, um, like Zion, John Morant, um, uh, Luca for crying out loud. I almost why did I almost forget about Luca? Um, those guys are are getting bigger and bigger. But at the same time, yeah, we still have the big names. Le- LeBron James, Chris Paul, Steph Curry. Steph Curry, by the way, he's only like 32 years old. So he's got some years left in him. Yes, so let's not, exactly. Let's not, get, let's not get that twisted. Same time, we know, especially in this day and age of social media, the NBA is in good fucking hands. Good hands. Exactly, it's okay. it's in very good hands because now the, you said opportunity. We're seeing it firsthand right now. Yeah, this is a chance for these young players. This is a chance for either the Suns and the Bucks to make themselves name name made mans. Basically, now I'm gonna need you to stay quiet for a second because I'm gonna ask Google a question, and I want to know if you can hear it. Hey Google, how old is Giannis Antetokounmpo? Yanis Antetokounmpo is 26 years old. He's young. He's only 26, baby. Jeez. Think about that real quick. He's 26 years old. He's already a two-time MVP. And he's not slowing down. Yeah, he got hurt in the last series. But he's not slowing down. Like clearly, he came back game one and was like, "Roar!" Literally, roar. Can you? I was shocked. I was shocked that he was playing in game one. I thought it would be like game two. I did too, but at the same time, I'm. I feel the same way. I heard Shaq talk about it. If I'm seventy percent, I'm going, no matter what. It's the NBA Finals. You're your team's best player. You go for it. You you make the effort to get out there and do it. And damn it, he did. Hey, damn it, he looked good. And yes. damn it, he'll be good for years to come. He is the most unusual, but at the same time, this is exactly what we want for a basketball player. Like, period. Also, the, the young guys coming into the league have a chance to make a name for themselves as well. There's a few names. Uh, Cade Cunningham from Oklahoma State, who's probably going to end up with Detroit. Like, he, I, I, say pro- I say probably. But I mean, Kate, I'll leave Kate, I'll leave the NBA draft to you because you've been following college basketball way more than I have this year. Jalen Green, who has been playing with the uh, NBA G League Ignite team, um, is uh, going to be a big product. Also, uh, Jalen Suggs uh, for Gonzaga. Uh, that kid's going to be really good. There's a lot of big names that could come out of this. And then, um, what is it? Going into his first season at Gonzaga, <coughs> this coming up season is Chet Holmgren. I want you to look for that guy's like highlights in high school. It's a seven-foot white boy with handles like a point guard. Jeff, that is that is scary. Mm. Also, crazy jumper plays like Durant of anybody. Because you think seven foot long skinny guys 
that Durant. And then you got to say the same thing about Chet. I think with Chet, it's the same thing like I said with Durant. If he's good, his body will fill out with time, with muscle that he needs. Like, yeah, there's no way that you're just going to bulk up a frame like that. We've all, like, thought it was going to happen. No. The only person I've seen ha- that happen to is Giannis. And Giannis is a freak in the weight room. <laughs> no pun they, I mean, they call him the Greek freak for a reason. This is true. Um, But, yeah, so, I think that's all I got on that. Yeah. And one last question. Who will be the star of the 2020s? Who do you think? Like, LeBron, let's be honest. He's been the best player of the 2010s. Correct, right? Yeah. Who will be the who will take over once LeBron's gone? Who will be the who will be the superstar of the 2020s? Luka Doncic. Not even close, huh? Not even close. He's already proven himself. Luka has already proven himself to be that guy. Just needs to win. And and he's not slowing down. And like, I feel like it's the same situation that LeBron dealt with when he was in Cleveland at first. We're not putting enough people around him. We're not putting those guys. Now, the rumor, I know you've heard it too, because I'm not deaf. The rumor is the Mavericks are one of a few teams that are going to go hard and trying to get Kawhi Leonard to Dallas. (sighs) Now, it's more intriguing now than it ever has been because that might be a way for us to get rid of Kristaps at the same time. You do a sign and trade deal. I'm as long as it gets freaking Porzingis out of Dallas. But imagine if they still got. Listen, I know this is a wild, wild thought though. You still got to re-sign Luca because I want to say his rookie deal is coming up soon. The part, the main priority for the Mavs is re-signing Luca. Get him the super Mavs. Yeah, I mean he's deserved it. He's gotten first team All NBA. I want to say two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just just do it already. You know, like let give the Jordan Brand athlete his money. Give him the money. Like Luca will also, be the Also give that man his own shoe. Please. That's what you want. They gave Zion a shoe already. You see an issue there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zion doesn't play nearly as good as basketball as Luca. <laughs> and people adore Luca, and you know the amount of people who would buy a Luca Doncic shoe. I know you would. I know a lot of people overseas would. If you want to grow your overseas market, you make sure this man has his own shoe. Get that. Make take care of him. I mean, look, that's how Nike is doing a. Uh, Doing, that's why they're doing a great job with Giannis right now, because he is—he's from Greece. He's an—he's a—he's he's a European player. He's got his own shoe, and it's making money over there. Now they don't look too great over here, but over there, I can tell you the numbers are great. Also, Kobe, Kobe is a was a big international guy, like 
born in Italy, speaks multiple languages. Like, Kobe was big in China. Kobe Kobe was Kobe. Kobe was Kobe in general. But in China, Kobe was yeah, he was like Yao status over there. Mm. But uh, I digress. I think that's Tony, I think that's what I'm going to do for every last bit of the show. Have a discussion at the end to wrap everything up. Okay? Okay. Now... That is everything that we got on our plates this week. Um, follow us on all of our social medias. Um, follow Jeff at ShadowWalker062 on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at TonyLopez76. Our DMs are open. Please send us something. Also, uh, thanks to my friend uh, Andrew for mm. asking how many games that I think the Suns will win this. This will also be the title of this episode. Suns and Sits. Suns in seven. Suns and Sits. I'm saying Suns and seven to be safe. Suns and Sits. But. Tony, Tony, I will. What? When will the finals end? In seven games. No, when is game seven, if it happens? Uh, let me see. Let me see. I think I have this. Oh, I closed my email. But I have this somewhere. I actually have the schedule. Actually, you know what? I'm on ESPN.com right now. Let me double check before we get out of here. Before yes. Of here. NBA Finals schedule. There we go. Oh, schedule. Schedule. Okay. So it looks like the NBA. Oh, come on. Go back. Go back. Yeah, that's only three games. <laughs> or uh, let's go here. Yes. Oh, that's too far. Too far. Too far. Too far. Uh, let's try here. Uh, that is game seven. Would be Thursday. July 22nd. I was going to say, if it ended before Money in the Bank, I would maybe propose a little bit of a wager. But oh well. No, Game 5 would be the day before Money in the Bank. Dang it. <laughs> game 5. Dang it. I could still make it. I still might make a wager with you off air. <laughs> but my name is Tony Lopez. And I'm Jeffrey Burtis. Signing out. Peace, y'all. Peace, y'all.